You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 390, Gaz's 32-inch Mac Mini. Huh? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 390, and I am Gaz. And as and, <laughs> and I, am, and I am joined, as usual, by, by Gaz. Gaz, how are you? Good, good evening. I'm fine, Guy. Actually, tonight I was really not looking forward to podcasting because I'd had a long day, and it had been a hard day. And, and then all of a sudden I found out that my daughter was uh, working on the Mac Mini upstairs, and I'm thinking, oh, no. But actually, we've just spent about, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes chatting yeah. and uh, having a bit of a giggle, as we <laughs> normally do. We always see – it's always like, okay, 5 o'clock, that's when we're going to start. And we actually, and of course, we usually end up not being able to actually start until like, you know, 20 after 5, 5.30, because we're just spending so much time yakking back and forth amongst ourselves. <laughs> and we actually got on early tonight. Yes, we did. And we did. here it is. We are still past 5 o'clock, <laughs> my time, before before we actually start recording. <sighs> but you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to know about that, do you folks? But Probably you're going not. to find out. <laughs> That's right. Especially if you listen to this show. Which, anyway, if you've you downloaded it, you will. You've got something else to talk about to start off with. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Well, the new contest, the MyMac.com podcast 400th episode. We have even more companies that have signed on. And uh, for, for those of you who, who may have missed last week or, or are not aware of it, the 400th contest, all you have to do to sign up is go over to Facebook and like the MyMac podcast page. Now, there's, of course... The, the regular MyMac page that Tim has set up for the website, the MyMac podcast page is set up for Gaz and, and, and my, I, ours podcast. <laughs> trying, I'm trying to get the proper Queen's English. Oh, oh, no, 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 no English accent. I'm just not good at it. Anyway, I'm just, the companies, I'm just, I'm just enjoying listening <laughs> the to companies you guys. that we have signed up so far, uh, ALK Technologies. Mm-hmm. With two copies of the Copilot iOS GPS application. BusyMac Software is donating two copies of BusyCal. Yeah. Splasm Software, two copies of Audiobook Builder and one like, copy of Checkbook Pro. I like Audiobook Builder. I haven't tried that one yet. Yep. Uh, Zeo Bit Software, two copies of MacKeeper 2012. Boink Software, which is a new one this week, and they have really come through. Two copies of iStop Motion Pro, two copies of Photo Magico Pro, and two cop. This is the cool one. Two copies of Boinks TV. Wowzers! They're all cool. Yeah, and the last one. Can, can and, I? Yeah. Can I be a listener? No. Oh. <laughs> oh bum. <laughs> uh, the last one uh, for this week is Mac Fun Software. M A C P H U N with two copies of iCookbook Pro, and I think I got an email from them earlier today talking about possibly two copies of another program. 
Uh, I'll have to verify that before before it's official. But I mean, this is all. So far, there's well, like I, I, yeah. I hope they do come on board because if you remember last week, I actually mentioned uh, one of their applications, and I, I might be mentioning another one tonight. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's hope they do come through. That would be great. Cool. And again, all you have to do to enter the contest is go to Facebook and like the My Mac podcast page. If you're not on Facebook. You can certainly send an email to either uh, myself at guy at mymac.com or gaz at gaz at mymac.com, and you'll be entered into the contest as well. And, the, that, and that's just gaz at mymac.com, not, not gaz at gaz at mymac.com. Right. No the, no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, people that are associated with the stoplight network or mymac.com are not eligible to enter this contest. So it's, this is just for the listeners and we appreciate all the hard listening. <laughs> you deserve it, folks. If you, you listen do. to this every you, week, you do. Thank you so very, very much. And, uh, there may be more to come. So that'd be absolutely superb. Oh, I imagine by the time we start getting closer to the end, I mean, it, there's going to be like, a prize for every single person that's on Facebook. We'll we'll spend the whole show going. Okay, entry number three thousand four hundred and sixty-two. John nope. Smith from Albuquerque, <laughs> New Mexico, has won a copy of some iOS utility. I don't know. Wouldn't yeah, get through to six billion four hundred. <laughs> I didn't realize there was that many Macs out there. We are on we are on hour seventy five of the mymac dot com four hundredth podcast. Yeah, I don't I don't think it'll go quite that many, but no, probably not. Already we got a lot, so that's good. That's good. Yep. <clears throat> now, what else you got? Didn't you have something else? Me? Yeah. Well, which one do you want me to go with? Uh, do you want me to go with with my current uh, setup? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As I hinted to earlier. I came home uh, a little bit later than normal and was kind of, ooh, ooh, got a podcast night. But it's Guy, I'll have fun. Oh, still a bit fed up. And then, <laughs> and <laughs> not because it was you, but, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. about an hour, oh, an hour and a half ago or something, I uh, I noted that my eldest is uh, doing some schoolwork on the computer. So I, you know, and she's actually linked up to uh, school through the web and using Photoshop because they've got some license where they can do that. And I said to her, how long are you going to be? And she went, at least an hour, probably longer. And it was that sort of tone which said, I'm not stopping for anything. <laughs> Go so, away, Dad. Yes, yes. So I, I, I sent a quick tweet to yourself, didn't I, saying, yeah. um, might have a bit of a problem, might have to podcast from uh, either the MacBook Air. But then I suddenly thought, why not do it downstairs? Because doing it on the MacBook Air, it's just gonna, I'm going to be flipping from screens and um, I'm not. it's only going to be connected by Wi-Fi and yeah. I prefer to have a hard connection when we're podcasting through Skype. There you go. There's the mention Skype. Um, <clears throat> well, but I mean, I mean, the the Mac Mini is such a small machine, so you're going to have to be, you know, flipping through all these windows anyway because you've got just this little tiny screen, right? <laughs> no, I've got a 32 inch Mac Mini guy. <laughs> This is actually connected to the TV, so I'm sat in front of the TV with my mic, and I've got as much real estate as I'll ever need. (laughs) 32, yeah. I don't think Steve Jobs ever envisioned 
like a 32 inch iMac. No, no, probably not. But well, <laughs> that's why I went with the Mac Mini. In fact, in, in in fact, saying that, I have seen not the newer Mac Minis, but I've seen the older Mac Minis um, actually bolted on to the back of TVs previously. Oh, really? Someone's obviously what they've done is rather than having it, you know, in, on a shelf somewhere, they're not using the DVD drive. They've just bumped it onto the back of the TV, so it's out of the way. Oh, that's kind of cool. <clears throat> and probably don't need really, really super long cables for that either. Well, no, no, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. So, there's my 30, 32 inch Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a new, de- it's a new design. I'm going to have yeah. a word with Johnny. And see <laughs> oh, what he yeah, says. that should work. Yeah, 32 <laughs> inches, and there's still not room for an optical you- drive. If you want an Apple TV, just stick the Mac Mini on the back now, do it. <laughs> Super glue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last week, uh, we were talking about 1Password, and I kept saying, well, I, you know, I, I don't own 1Password. I keep saying I'm going to buy it, and I never do. Well, I finally bought it. Yay! Yay! And I drink. put... Yeah, drink! Oh, oh hold on. Mmm. <laughs> that's a bit of a... That's, for people who don't know, that's a bit of a joke for people who listen in on the IMP podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I've put a couple things on there, including uh, my Dig account and uh, Facebook and Dropbox and Google Docs. Well, when I switched over, because you know, in order to do the podcast, I can't actually do the podcast in Lion because of all the internal audio things that Apple changed with Lion. So I have to boot over into Snow Leopard. Well, when I booted into Snow Leopard, I don't have one password set up in Snow Leopard. But I did get it from the Mac App Store. So I said, aha, I will boot up the the App Store application and I'll just copy it in because I can put it on five computers. Except one password <laughs> doesn't work under Snow Leopard. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. This is kind of what I sounded like. So, but then I remembered that they also have a service, one password anywhere. So I, I fired up the, the link that I have, cause I have it synced through Dropbox. I have one password synced through Dropbox. In fact, can I just say, I, yeah. from memory, that was probably their, the first attempt to do syncing across multiple platforms because the one password anywhere was obviously web-based. Yeah, and that's where I went. I used to go, you know, um, use an application at work, and if I used an application which required my password, I'd have to go to the um, One Password Anywhere service, I think, to to get hold of it. So, but now syncing with all the application with all the apps that they do through Dropbox is, uh, you know, kind of almost makes that redundant, but not quite. A guy, yeah, because I, I certainly <laughs> needed it. So i I went ahead and I went to their site through the link that I had in Dropbox. Put in my, my, you know, it came up, knew who I was, put in my one password, master password, and there was my, my, my password for Google Docs so that I could see all the fine writing that, that Gaz and I have in Google Docs that we put in there each week. So one password sort of caused the problem and then took the problem away. Or actually, I caused the problem because I shouldn't have put Google Docs on it. <laughs> until after the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I've got one more story. Okay, go ahead. 
which is Apple related, not Mac related, unfortunately, but it's Apple related. Now, over the weekend, um, I'm not sure if I told you last week, but we were going up to Blackpool, which is, I don't know, via a coach, is about a three hour, three and a half hour drive from where we are. Okay. And um, because there's a brass band competition, which my uh, daughter is part of this brass band group, and they're in a competition up in Blackpool. And um, we basically went up for the a weekend, so we stopped over Friday night, had Saturday to ourselves while the band was uh, rehearsing, and then um, Saturday night, you know, the band and everybody, all the supporters joined up, went out for a pizza. In fact, we took over the whole floor of a pizza hut. <laughs> We got a, and he got the guy. The guy actually did a deal with five pound all you can eat deal for one hundred and six oh. for one hundred and sixteen people. Oh my god! <laughs> well, he still made out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so the um, the next day we got on the coach, and there's a supporters coach and and the the band coach, and the band coach went off, and this guy seemed to know how to get to this big concert hall, which and there's a lot of one way systems which have all changed in in Blackpool. Anyway, we kind of got into a loop. You know, one of those loops where you keep going round and you kind of find yourself at the same spot and you don't you, you don't go out far enough to come back in and attack Big it from a different Parliament. angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, th- th- we were starting to struggle because we had some gear on the coach, which they oh, needed. Oh, they needed, yeah. And we needed to get there to get to them so, you know, we could get it through the back else with a lost car. Anyway, I suddenly opened up my iPhone, pulled up the Maps app, and it's not only got the directions and it's got the location and it's following us where we're going, but it's got the one-way streets on it. So I went, hang on a minute, <laughs> go straight down there, take a left, go down, follow this road to the end. And they're, they're all kind of looking at me and I'm just looking at my phone. And we, I got us there, straight to the spot. No problems, no going down, you know, the wrong way down a one-way street, no getting caught out. <laughs> and I've got to say, at the end of it, I or really the application, which is just the straightforward map application on the iPhone, got us there, and he got a round of applause. Well, that's great. I never would have thought, well, I think I would have, because I've got um, uh, Copilot, and I also have the Navigon app. Except the thing is, you know, in order to fire them up, it, it usually takes like a couple of minutes. So I, I think I would have told the, the bus driver or the coach driver, I just find a roundabout and just keep yeah. going around in circles and, <laughs> Yeah. Until I well, sync up. Well, well, that's the good thing with a map app. Um, you know, it, it's fairly quick. And, and it, as long as you've got a decent 3G signal, it brings it up really quickly. And it brings the maps, you know, the maps up pretty, really quickly. And the location is accurate enough for you to be able to see, you know, yeah. where you need to go and where you, you know, it's not going to be down to, you know, yard location. Although it, it is pretty accurate. I've got to say, it was pretty accurate following us around, following, you know, the, the little blue dot on the map. And it's almost eerie, to be honest with you. Yeah, sometimes um, that can be a little, little Wi-Fi, yeah, and the Wi-Fi wasn't turned on either. So it's obviously, I think they call it GPS assisted. It's yeah. not a GPS, but it's uh, GPS assisted. But obviously, it's using the um, the three G signal as well, and uh, obviously uh, triangulating between all the towers. Um, and uh, did a great job. So there you go. Well, cheer- cheers to the iPhone! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Let's get over to the uh, the the MyMac stuff. Super. I so, think you'll start. I think I'm you're starting, starting off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first off is a book review by Mark Greentree, the Twitter book, second edition. And it's just got everything you need to know about Twitter and was afraid to ask in 140 characters. That's, yeah, really useful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a visual quick start guide 
iCloud. It's a book review by David, is it McCla- McCa- McCallum or is that David M? No, it is. It's David it's M. Yeah, it's David M. Acklam. Sorry, David. You can shoot me when you see me. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's uh, a book review. Yeah, but wait until after we do the podcast, then shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep our priorities right here. Uh, next up is a piezo video review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And it's a, a video review that, that she did for that particular program from Rogue Amoeba. Yeah, that's, I think that's their, their, it's like a, mm, I don't know, I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. It's a dumbed down version of their, or, or is it Audio Hijack Pro? Yeah, Audio Hijack Pro. That was, it's not, it's not really a dumbed down version because it's a completely new app, but it's a really simple, straightforward, easy to use, record anything on your Mac or anything that's plugged into your Mac. Yeah, because um, they couldn't, they couldn't actually put Audio Hijack Pro in the App Store. No, that's right. That's right. So, but it's, it's getting some rave reviews. So I think it's, it's got like a little VU meters on it, which go up and down. And although they're only a guide and indication, people are loving them. So that's cool. We're, we're still looking for a lion solution for the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I've got to, I've got to actually link up with somebody who said that they, they use audio hijack pro and soundboard and stuff. And they're going to give me some hints. Now the next, the next one. Actually, I'm quite interested in, so okay. we might spend a little bit longer on this than we perhaps do normally. <laughs> it's the Just Mobile Gum Max Power Pack, and that is a review of a, basically, a battery power pack by, drumroll, Guy Searle. You big yank tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I quite, I, I, I did read through uh-huh. very, very quickly this review, Guy, because... I'm looking to have a little power pack for myself because I'm going to be going away later on in the year for a weekend where there's going to be pretty much lack of power. Mm. Um, and I'm going to want to use my, um, my iPhone. I know that it's going to last about a day and then it's going to be dead. So I'm, right. I'm going to need some juice to, to beef it up. And there was one thing you said about it. Obviously, it's not that small. Well, but did, yeah, did, go ahead. But, but, but how big is it exactly? Uh, well, actually, I have it right here in front of me. It's probably about uh, three inches across and about four inches down and roughly inch and a half thick to two inches. You know, okay. and, and it's got a nice little – I'm holding it up to the microphone so you can see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, see that? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a nice little bag that it comes in. Uh, there's a separate little plastic bag yeah, for the two cables. I see that. Isn't yeah. it? That's special. That's and, neat. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't weigh a whole lot, and it's got it's got a really good sized battery in it. And the weird thing I found about it, and I was told this by both John and the people at uh, Just Mobile, that I needed to you know power it up, charge it all the way up, use it on my iPad, and then power it up again to get the full use out of it. And I'd forgotten that because originally I was going to test this at MacWorld, but of course all I brought were my iOS devices, and I really didn't want to leave to chance not being able to use them because I wanted to test the power pack. So, yeah, I, so yeah. I waited till I got home. And okay. the, I, so I charged it up, connected it up to my iPad after I drained it down to about 15%, and it charged it up to about 75% before the, the, the power pack ran out. And I was thinking, well, 60%. Okay. Shouldn't, should, 
shouldn't we be sending people over to the MyMac website so they can read all this? Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, go on, finish yeah, off. Yeah, okay. Well, the uh, <laughs> the upshot of it was I, then I remembered about you know John and Just Mobile telling me that I needed to use it once, power it back up, and try it again. So I did. The next time I used it, it powered my iPad from about 15%. All the way up, and I still had like three LED lights out of uh, uh, eight. Okay, so here's here's a question for you then. Yeah. How many times? How many times before it it dies? Do you think that from full charge? Do you think that it could do on an iPhone? Oh, I would I would guess at least twice because it's at it's least, got like at a least ten thousand four hundred milliamp hour battery inside of it. I mean, it's it's a good sized battery. Right. Right. Okay, so uh, yeah, okay. Oh, that looks like uh, I'd be pretty interested in that one. Then I might have to take a closer look. Yeah, and it, it fit right in that little bag that I that I had with me at MacWorld. So I was very I was very pleased with it once I got it back here and was able to test it. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so what's next? Uh, next up is plateaus and canyons, impressions of the American Southwest. It's a book review by Sam Negri, and just the the picture alone that that's on the the front of the article. I mean that that almost looks like fabric. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. By, uh, by yeah. the way that it, it, but that's that's like uh, like a it's range. Rock, well, it's a rock formation, isn't it? It's a yeah. rock formation, uh, which obviously the the water or uh, through an ice age has, has created that rock formation. It looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm, your turn. We'll have to take a we'll have to take a closer look at that. I bet <laughs> it's got some fantastic pictures. In oh, there. there's no doubt. Okay, next on the website, Fuego's River Adventure. It's an iPad 2 app review from Mark. I'm doing another one, Green Tree. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's not that busy this week. Uh, <laughs> next up is Speedlighter's Handbook, Learning to Craft Light with Canon Speedlights. It's a book review by John Nemo. And that looks like uh, uh, another – I mean, the photo on the front of that looks is, is tremendous. So, you know, the stuff inside – helps you create images like that then superb yeah but i want that guy arrested he's abusing fruit there <laughs> okay there's um a review from mark seeley of vienna instruments pro 2 um do you know i haven't read this so i've been in, i'm not sure what it is it's well i unfortunately i haven't read it either it's it's audio samples that i imagine ah, you can right, use yes. like yeah, in yeah. logic logic pro or GarageBand. Yeah, superb. Well done. Good spot there. And I think this is a new reviewer, Darren uh, Wagoneer. Wagoner. Do Apple's education announcements pave the way for the ePad? Which I'm guessing is what he thinks is going to be like a, a lower cost version of the iPad. So uh, that's yeah, just we a, haven't, you know, we haven't really talked cool. about that. We haven't talked uh, about iBooks nope. or what they're doing in education, but I think we should save that for another week. I think so. When we've got more intelligence on our side. Like, <laughs> oh, well, like, yeah. well, like that's ever going to happen. Well, like somebody else on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just okay. sit there and say, so tell us, what do you think? And then yeah. we'll, we'll just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be gone for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Let us know when you're done. Um, next on the website is a link to the Tech Fan Podcast number 65. And David is not on with uh, Tim in this particular episode. Um, but Tim has an interview with Mac OS Ken. Yep. Uh, I've heard that. It's pretty good. Worth it a listen. It was Go pretty over. good. Yep. And last up is the Macworld iWorld 2012 Around the World Video Post Production by Mark Greentree. 
So they were trying to, to do like a hookup between Australia and San Francisco to <laughs> record video and audio and collaborate and do all this cool stuff. And I think they actually did get it to work, but had some issues with it. I, I haven't had a chance to read this yet, and, and I'm going to because uh, I, I actually did a, a Google chat with uh, Mark Shepard and um, Scott Wilsey the other night for the first time on Google+. Plus. I was, I I was very impressed. Oh yeah, Google Plus. I've, I've done. I've been on a couple of Google Plus on the Google Hangouts, and they are pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah, and and I've seen them with people coming online with using the iPhone app as well. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. I think, but I think that's what uh, uh, John and and Mark were were trying to do, like hook up right. via right. a uh, iPhone on John's end and uh, Mark's Mac back in Australia. Okay. Okay. Cool. Worth a read. Yep. And go, and read, go and read it. Go on. Do right now. Time. Just just turn us off. Go read that article. Well, no, no, no. no. Do that Put later. us on pause. <laughs> and turn us off because it'll be like this. We've got some feedback from email. Uh, Guy <laughs> Are you Fenn, moving me on? I am. I am. It's time to it's time to move on. Normally the other way around. <laughs> I'm taking some hints from you, Gas. <laughs> Guy Fenn from Canada suggests that – because I remember I was having some trouble last week talking about how I, I wasn't able to see some videos in Facebook. Uh, he suggests that I reset my Java preferences by going to Utilities Java Preferences app and then restore the defaults, and it didn't work. So sorry to say, Guy from Canada, that it didn't work, and I finally gave in and, and <gasps> reinstalled something. No, not that. <laughs> I reinstalled Flash and Lion. Boy, that was just hard work. That just was not good. <laughs> don't she a is hot. And I don't even know what's up with that. <laughs> no. She is hot. Um, okay. Now. <laughs> yeah, this was funny. This, this, this was hilarious. I wish I'd been there. Um, <laughs> I got, I, I went to bed Saturday night. And I woke up Sunday morning and thought, what the heck's going on here? Because, you know, I get a few replies in, in Twitter. I don't get an awful lot of replies. And you know, I'll send something to somebody and then I'll get a few back. And, you know, that's the kind of way I like yeah. it. Anyway, I woke up Sunday morning, 71 replies. <laughs> and I thought, what? And some of them on? only had one word in them. And I thought, I've one letter. Um, <laughs> and I thought, um, what, there's, there's, I've been hacked. Anyway, it all started off when Alison Sheridan over at um, the uh, Podfeet podcast. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Alison Sheridan. No, no Zillacast podcast. Oh, no, at Podfeet.com. That's it. You, I've forgotten. <laughs> I listen to it every week as well. Um, I do. She'd made a comment about um, the new uh, airport utility. Um, now, I'd actually made a comment about the airport utility quite a long time ago, actually, in Twitter. So. You must have missed that, Alison. You weren't reading my tweets, were you? Mm. <laughs> were you? No, you yeah, weren't. And, th- that and, led we kind- to- and we kind of had a little bit of a conversation with a few people on Twitter about, you know, you, you could find some of the items um, that you're looking for, the D- DHCP items, in um, with you hover over the particular um, airport 
or time capsule device that you want to look at. It right. can actually pop up and give you the, the um, Wi-Fi connected devices. However, it doesn't give you the hard connected devices, um, which I suppose is probably more beneficial because not there's not going to be many people that are actually going to connect to your house via a hard cable <laughs> to your machine so so yeah, if I they're doing s- that you have many other problems <laughs> got real problems hey um, who's this so- guy in the laundry room <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway i woke up to 71 replies but it got a bit silly between scott yourself and allison um, and I think yeah, Kershaw was on there as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, there, there were, you had to read up the, uh, the actual tweets because they were responding with one letter tweets. Well, that was Scott. Made, I, I yeah. did like one or two words and then Scott took it to the nth degree. Yeah. I think Scott had a whole conversation with himself in one letter word replies. Yeah, I, anyway. I, well, by the time he finally got the first word out, I'd lost interest. It was like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, you come into it 71 uh, replies later and you, you quickly lose interest. Anyway, yeah. it was good fun. And uh, I've got to say, Alison, I still like the old version better. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah. But thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the interest. <laughs> yeah. We'll get anyway. back to you right away. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go on very quickly and let's let's mention... Uh, this week's phobie word of the day. Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Well, I think I do. Nidophobia. Is that fear I, of nids? I think it's a silent sea, you see, guy. Ah. Nidophobia. Um, Is that fear of silent seas? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a fear of stings, guy? Uh, no, I actually liked the police back in the day. <laughs> no, they were the... Roxanne! No. Oh, different sting, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they were the police. Um, just for your information. Um, no, fear... <laughs> Nidophobia is basically a fear of insect stings, or it could even refer to plant stings as well. Oh, my, my son Peter has that. And Does he? Yeah, re- real quick story. Um, he was playing in the woods and split his lip open on something. So I took him to the hospital, and he's always been afraid of insects and you know right. bees and wasps and things like that. And he was all freaked out thinking because the doctor came in and said he was going to have to get stitches in his lip, mm-hmm. but they were going to give him you know local anesthesia. And the orderly, trying to be helpful, said, "Don't worry, it's no worse than a bee sting." And as soon as he <laughs> said that, Peter was like, "Yeah." And I just kind of looked at this guy and says, you know, yeah, you sometimes. really should not have said anything at all. <laughs> and on that note. Well if, well, if it makes him feel any better, I once had to have 13 stitches in my lower lip. There you go. Wow. What happened? Oh, well, there's a story, isn't there? We'll leave, we'll <laughs> leave that for, for another day. Another day. Take us out, Kaz. Oh, stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. With Bee Stings. Fitting out of fit. You are here fitting out of fitting out of got video. Tired of hearing the same old podcast. You want something new, want something different. Well, I don't know what to tell you. But check out the Apple Junkies podcast anyways. You just might enjoy it. And it's still better than listening to this guy. App reviews and news on your favorite iOS devices. The Apple Junkies podcast.
listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? Or, of course, sea stings. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> to be the record for the longest running joke it went from the end of the last segment to the start of this segment oh oh god i just couldn't resist it. i'm sorry god. Now, there's no, a bit of a brilliant. private joke going on here folks so you'll have to bear with us but, but believe me it was funny end- as hell <laughs> Guy didn't know I was going to do that, but basically, at the end, he said, all bee stings, of course, relating to the, the, the brief story. I left it a few seconds and then jumped in with all sea stings. And Guy said, ah, oh, damn, I'd stop recording gas, you know, and I said, ah, it's not a problem, it's not a problem, Guy. <laughs> and uh, um, basically, I just left it until the start of this section. <laughs> and you... Bring us in, Gaz, he said. So yeah, I thought, well, I'll, well, never, I'll never make that mistake again. So, uh, sorry about <laughs> that. Sorry about that. Because the guy is expecting this to be quite a short section, but it's already gone on longer than he anticipated, I think. <laughs> I don't care. I love doing this show. Okay. F- um, file, file sharing, or is it photo sharing? Photo sharing. Well, <clears> this this week we're going to talk about photo sharing, and, and this relates back to a, a question about file sharing without mobile me that was asked by us, or to, I'm sorry, asked to us by Antonio Andres. And in the weeks to come, we'll, we'll also, we'll talk about, uh, sharing video online and as well, you know, as well as file sharing sites, we will get to all that. But this week we're going to talk about photo sharing. And that's my cue to keep talking. <laughs> Cause it's all yours. This one. Yeah. You've done, okay. you've done great. You've done a great job on Nothing really. <laughs> you <laughs> did a great job on doing a bit of re- research on this. Uh, for photo sharing, I, I've kind of broken up all three of these into uh, three sections: the free photo sharing sites, free pay, and pay services for photo sharing. And can, sorry, can I just stop you there? Sure. What does free pay mean? Uh, it means that you know, for free, they'll give you a certain amount of of storage. Ah, right, right. So I gotcha, gotcha. But if you want, you know. A, yep. a better services or more storage or all the rest of that you you pay a little bit yep yep sorry, sorry. and of course sorry for, sorry for being dumb <laughs> this, this isn't this isn't a uh an exclusive list you know there's there's obviously many 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 sites that you can go to to share photos online but these were the ones that that kind of caught my eye as i was yeah doing so please search. if anybody's got any more sites and they want to jump in with them just you know, oh, obviously yeah. send send us uh, any feedback and we'll let you know at the end of the show how you can inform us. That's right. And the best way to do that would be through Facebook. But we're not talking about that right now. Uh, the first one, uh, the first three from uh, the free photo sharing sites, and I'm kind of guessing these are all somewhat pretty similar, uh, Snapfish, ArtsCal, and Kodak EasyShare. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a bit worried about that last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Two of them, Snapfish and Kodak, they both have iOS apps. So you can you can essentially, when you take a picture, go ahead and upload them to those services, you know, without having to go through your computer or anything like that. ArtsCal does not. Now, the way that that these three services make money is uh, they monetize by selling stuff like you know your pictures on right. coffee mugs and calendars and holiday cards and all the rest of that uh, with the users' pictures on them. 
But what I found in, in my searching is that all three of them have many customer service complaints, mostly related to how long it took to send pictures to their homes or problems with, you know, people wanted their holiday cards but weren't able to get them in time to actually send them things along those lines. Okay, but, so ra- rather than against the fact that they've got problems accessing their, their images. Right, right. So if you want to use any of these free services and, and you want holiday cards, I would suggest starting like in September <laughs> just to make sure you get them on time. Uh, but one cool thing that all three of them offer, at least here in the U.S., and I imagine that there's probably uh, yeah, similar seen, retailers. I, I, yeah, and, I've seen Snapfish actually over here in the U.K. So Yeah, but they offer pickup of pictures that you tell them to print through like large local retailers here in the States that would be like Walmart and Target and, you know, places like that. Cool. Now the, uh, the last one, of course, and this is free, or of course you have to kind of sell your soul to the devil is <laughs> Google's Picasa service. And one of the cool things about Picasa is that it also has some basic photo editing tools and easy ways to share it. If you have a Google plus account, and there are so many iOS apps that tie into this service that I, I couldn't even name them all. I mean, there was probably over 20 services that uh, will allow you to upload pictures or, or manipulate them through their Picasa service. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think actually I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Google Plus in a photographic uh, dimension. Uh, there's an awful lot of photographers go on and use Google Plus to discuss the images that they're posting, and they use Google Plus to post their images as well. So if that links in quite nicely with Picasa as well, then I think Google might have found a little niche market there, to be honest with you. Yeah, and of course, you know, I guess the the only problem that they have is how do they monetize that? Because I don't know if they also... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, how do they monetize anything? Do you know who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know. Let's see. They monetize by selling everything they know about you to everyone else. Okay. Uh, the next section is... In your humble opinion. In my humble opinion. I'm going to have Google lawyers on my ass before I know it. Uh, free pay services. Now, what I mean by free pay is they're free services, but if you want more storage or more capability, you can pay a certain amount. And it's usually a relatively small fee and and get some better service. Uh, probably one of the best-known ones is Flickr, which actually has ties right into iPhoto. You know, there's a, there's a Flickr button at the bottom of iPhoto that lets you upload pictures right to it. Yep. Uh, there's a free account that allows for up to 300 megabytes of pictures and also two short videos. The pro service is about $25 a year or you get a slight discount if you sign up for two years. And and that basically ups that capacity quite a bit. And there's also many iOS apps that tie into that. Uh, another one I found was called... Yeah, yeah, and I've used that. I've used both. Oh, you've the, used the, Flickr? Yeah, I've used both the standard Flickr um option and the paid Vicar, uh, Flickr option. I, I stopped using the paid version because I just wasn't using it enough. So I was basically paying for a, a service which I wasn't using. So, um, well, I, I think kind you take of, a lot I, more pictures than I do. Well, yeah, I do, but I, I just don't use the Flickr service because it's not as intuitive as... I'll go back to it and I, I'm really... The more I think about it, the more I get upset about the fact that Galleries is going because I'd, I would pay um, the same amount that I paid... 
uh, for Flickr for that service because it just integrated into the uh, you know the Mac the OS, right. eco and the iOS ecosphere so brilliantly. So yeah, and yeah. Mobile Me was like twenty five dollars a year. Yeah. So and that was like basically the same. Well, no, 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 no. Mobile Me was more than that. Mobile Me was ninety nine dollars a year. Uh, wasn't the last. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think the last one, but that you know, there were lots of changes. I think generally it was around ninety ninety nine dollars a year. But I, you know, if they'd said, okay, we're splitting this service up, we're going to continue to have galleries as a as a paid service, I'd have paid for that because it, for me, the gallery process, you know, the uploading of photos, the sharing of photos, uh, using galleries on on um, Apple service was it was just so smooth and so neat. Yeah, it's they, too bad that they're letting yeah. that go. Yeah, but and I, I just didn't find Flickr as intuitive. So, and I'm still looking for an option than that. I, I have tried Zhang Zing, Zing Zhang, uh, and so far I'm not. I wasn't that impressed, to be honest with you. But uh, that, that didn't that, even come up in the list as I was looking. Yeah, for that's some that's of stuff. that's a story for another show. Oh. Okay, uh, next one that I found was something called Photo Bucket, which is another service with a free pay model. You can store up to 10 gigabytes per month for free. Now, whether that means that you can put up 10 gigabytes of pictures one month and then the next month, another 10 gigabytes. Of course, that would be a heck of a lot of pictures. Uh, I'm not sure, but it kind of goes unlimited for $25 a year. Uh, the next one is shutterfly has no limits on pics, has a few photo tools, kind of like uh, Picasso, and you can have up to 10 videos with a one gigabyte, one gigabyte per upload minute, which is about 15 minutes. Uh, they also sell stuff with your pics on them, and they have a paid video plan for about $50 a year. Uh, the last one under free pay is a service called <laughs> Drop Shots. They have a 500 picture limit for free, and no more than, this is weird, 20 videos, and each video cannot exceed two minutes in length. What are you going to to have in two minutes of video? Well, an awful lot of people are like, I, what they're probably trying to avoid is not to become a YouTube competitor or, you know, a service where people just dump lots of totally irrelevant video up onto their website. So that, and that may be their thinking. I don't know. Okay. Well, they have a pay service. Or it might just be a size restriction guy. Well, that could be. That could be. But it, you're basically just two minutes in length for each video. And they have a pay service for $4.95 a month with unlimited photos and videos, but the videos cannot exceed 10 minutes. Okay. Okay, now, and we're near the end I'm here, folks. Have, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try some of those, actually, because, uh, as I say, flick on, you know, kind of jumped out. I'm not that happy, so I'm just going to see how those others interact as well, the you know, photo bucket, should fly, and well, drop shot. The two that I think had the most interest for me under the free pay services were photo bucket and shutterfly. Okay. I will give those a go. Okay. Under a paid service, there's a service called Smug Mug. Uh, has links to the pro community that offers you the chance to maybe make some money on your pictures if someone chooses to use them. There are three price points, $40, $60, and $150. Uh, the basic service at $40 a year doesn't allow for video while the mid-tier service does. Uh, high tier allows for additional tools like watermarking, which would definitely be of interest to the pro market. And uh, yeah, I've heard I've heard quite a lot about Smug Mug and uh, had a quick look once before. So you know, there's there's 
three, I think, that I need to take a, a closer look at. But it's it's that sharing. It's the sharing and giving a link and passwords and, and stuff like that to, you know, a group of photographs that you don't want on general display. But you, want, that, some, you want to sit, share with somebody but you want, else. But you want to share with somebody who then doesn't have to then download something or sign in. They just get a link. They can sign in with the password that you sent them and then see the photographs. You know, yep. what I don't want, what I don't want to happen is for me to send a link to somebody who then has to sign up for that service or sign in their, you know, their, um, email and any other identification, yeah, just, to just, just to look at the pictures. Yeah. You know, if I give them a password, that's fine. But you know, or so we'll have to, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see. Okay, well, all these services allow for sharing of photos either through web galleries, email, or links to the images themselves. Now, uh, I haven't tried all these services, obviously, but I don't know, you know which one of them would actually try to make you sign up for the service to do it or if they would just let you, you know, send a link to someone to look at the picture. Yeah, well, if anybody's got any experience with any of those services, then... Uh, yeah, or one that you know is better. Yeah, yeah, or one that you know is better. Let us know because then obviously we can we can let the rest of the world know. Well, <laughs> well, the four, the other two people or four people are listening to the podcast at least. <laughs> I mean, Patch, our dog, listens, and Eddie Spaghetti, <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, now, the next time that that we come up with this subject again, now, now we're not going to talk about this uh, next week because if everything goes well, uh, we actually have an interview next week. Uh, but the next time we, we broach this subject, we're, I'm going to, you know, set this up the kind of the same way to talk about video sharing. So that'll be fun. And, uh, that's all we got for this segment, Gas. So I'm going to take us out. Okay. Everyone, please, for the love of God, stand by to stand by. And, uh, we'll be right back. What? Nothing? I got nothing. I got nothing. What's wrong? Tell Grog all about it. Bad app. Oh, you've got another bad app. Oh, no, Sheep, did you go to teachercast.net before checking out that app? No. Sheep, you know teachercast.net has tons of educational app reviews. That way you don't waste your money. Man. That's right, Sheep. Next time, go to teachercast.net and check out their educational app review section. You won't get stuck with another one of those bad apps. That's right. Teachercast.net tell you all you need to know about apps before you buy. We love our listeners. And the police would very much like to talk to us about it. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last segment of the MyMac.com podcast. And it's porpoise free. Take two. Maybe. It, it might not be porpoise free. Flipper. Flipper. <laughs> Oh, you know, sometimes the breaks that we take on this show go in such odd 
directions. <laughs> I don't even know we how it started. Nobody. I don't even know how yeah. we, we started talking about this this old TV show from the '60s called Flipper, which was about this like park ranger and his son and a dolphin. Which oddly enough was actually the the parts of it were filmed close to where I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and but, we just and, and as it turns out, Gaz not only knows about the show but loved the show and emulated the small boy that was in it. No, 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 no! You got that wrong. I thought oh. the smaller boy with the ginger hair emulated me. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, no ego happening there, Gaz. <laughs> Anyone with ginger hair emulates me, guys. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Well, all numero, I've seen... Numero uno, ginger man. That's all, me. All I've ever seen is that, is that picture that your daughter drew. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. So, now... We were going to talk about my pets, weren't we? Yeah. and That's probably how we got onto dolphins. I don't know. <laughs> probably. But actually, we're not talking about cats or dogs. We're, we're talking about your hardware setup. Cables. Cables. Cables, yeah. Basically, my setup is that I've got the modem coming in from the outside world from my ISP supplier. Uh, that modem then links directly to my Airport Extreme. The right. Airport Extreme has uh, a direct link, but it's a Cat5 cable um, to my Mac Mini, which is the main Mac Mini, that, which sits upstairs, which I normally do recording to. Now that we have a, a white MacBook, which I've mentioned before, and the MacBook Air, which uh, normally stays in my possession, yeah. um, but both of those obviously link up to the Wi-Fi network that I've got. Right. Now the Wi-Fi network is extended to uh, the time capsule um, downstairs, and um, that extends the Wi-Fi signal around the home and outside as well. Well, couldn't you use a, uh, a Airport Express for that as well? I could do, but basically what the, the reason I, I had the time capsule to begin with, and then I bought the dual band time uh, airport extreme so that I could have two networks. So the slower devices could hook up to the slower network on the oh, dual band. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it always defaults to the slowest speed. Right. So, so basically I wanted to obviously have dual band so I could, or use it as a guest network as well, where was one of the reasons that I wanted that dual band. So, but basically I use that airport extreme to, uh, as the main input, whereas it used to be just all coming through the time capsule. Right. Now the time capsule is, is linked via Wi-Fi, uh, to, uh, the airport extreme. Um, and extends the network, which works fine. However, what is also connected to the time capsule is the Mac Mini, which lives downstairs, which is the media server, and also the Apple TV. Now, neither of that is an issue as long as I am, or if I'm streaming anything, or the, the no, sorry, let me start that a bit again. None of that is a problem as long as I'm streaming stuff or media from the time capsule, which is where I store all of my media. Your I don't, iTunes stuff, right. Yeah, I don't actually store um, the uh, time machine backups on the time capsule. I actually use it as a media server. Slap my wrist. I know Apple would tell me off and not to do it again and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, but, but I mean, you've, I got, you've got your other backup solution, so it's, it's well, hardly important. It, yes, yeah, absolutely. I've got the, you know, I, because I've got a hard drive actually connected to the um, airport extreme, which is where all of the um, time machine backups go to. 
Uh, and also, I've actually upgraded the hard drive on this particular uh, time capsule to a two gigabyte from the five hundred gigabyte that I originally had. Okay. Well, that so makes sense since you've got like what three or four Macs connected to it. Mm, yeah, but that's irrelevant because it's got the iTunes Media on it, guy. Right. Right. So it's um, you know that's the, I mean the hard drive is connected via USB to the Airport Extreme, so I can just increase that. Okay, so that's all well and good as long as I'm streaming to the um, the Mac Mini or the um, Airport, sorry, or the Apple TV because they're all hardwired to the time capsule via Cat6 cable. I got some short Cat6 cables. But what I wanted to do was change the Cat5 cable, which is going up to the Mac Mini from the Airport Extreme, but also connect the Airport Extreme to the time capsule again via a Cat6 cable. Right, because you'll actually so that, get some better bandwidth doing it that well, way. Well, what would then happen would be, the, the, the issue I had was that occasionally, if I streamed anything, either through the Mac Mini or the, Air, uh, or the Apple TV, occasionally I'd, um, and also the TV, because the TV is also linked up to the time capsule, I sometimes would get, you know, stuttering. And that stuttering was probably because lots of other stuff was happening in the house, connecting right, uh, with all the, the time, same time, all through Wi-Fi, because the streaming was done over the Wi-Fi bit. That's why I wanted to connect it up with the cable, so I could get the fastest possible um, speeds that I could get internally. I didn't want to have any any slowdown in in that part of the process. So what I did, I've got a great big long drill, guy. Okay. It's at least 15 inches long. Really? That is a big long. Is it flexible? <laughs> no, not anymore. Um, so, so, it's worn so, out. <laughs> what I was going to do was going to take the cable, the Cat 6 cable from the Airport Extreme down through the garage, outside, How along the wall, works. back in. But, and I thought, no, no. What I'll do is I'll just straight in from the garage and connect the Cat 6 cable up to the uh, time capsule. Um, so I had to do lots of measuring, make sure that I drilled in from the garage and got the right, you know, exactly the right part, which did all fine. All of that went fine. But one of the things that I had to also do was buy a, um, oh, I forgot the word for it now, uh, the, the clippers to, um, uh, to put the, uh, RJ45 connectors onto the end of the crimpers. That's the word. I'm oh, okay. Before. Yeah, just, yeah, okay. Because obviously I, I drilled the hole just about the right size for the cable. And obviously an RJ45 square plug was not going to go through that hole. Now the cables that I purchased actually were already connected. So I was going to snip one end off, put it through the hole, feed it to the right place, crimp up a new um, RJ45 connector on, and Bob's your uncle and Jack's your aunt if you're that way inclined. Um, anyway, I got that all done and I had some issues and I thought, oh, the crimping's not work. I've got, you know, I've got something wrong. But actually I was getting lots of NAT, double NAT issues. Now, what does and that the, mean? Okay, basically what was happening was because I, I had to basically reset the time capsule from scratch. And because I hadn't done that, it was trying to connect um, to the, airport extreme and then directly to the modem that was coming in so the modem was seeing two devices oh, whereas with the same mac with the same mac address well no there were different mac addresses and that's why i was getting a double nap issue because it was trying to communicate with both and basically my connection was just being lost if i was hard cabled um and i was just going from one device to the other there was fine so if there was the internal link was fine but trying to get out to the internet was the problem 
and that's where the the double nap uh, issue came in because um, I'm, not, I'm probably not explaining this very well, and Tom is probably at this point pulling, pulling his hair his out. Hair out. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, sorry, Tom. Tom. <laughs> sorry, Tom. And you did very well on CNN. Was it CNN? On a early earlier today. Uh, oh. oh, Tom Ship was on TV, um, explaining to the world about um, updating uh, or keeping a certain amount of hard drive uh, available on. Yeah, your I Macs saw that on Twitter. Yep. I saw that on Twitter, but he didn't have a link for it. Ah, well, I'll send you the links. He said, "Yeah, I'd like because I'd like to see that." Um, anyway, so stop pulling your hair out, Tom, and, and we'll have you on sometime. And as long as you're making a note of all these issues, you can you can explain them all, and you can have a show to yourself. Well, actually, um, before before you go on, uh, I got I did get a Twitter message from Tom recently. I think he wants to be on the 400th show with us. Oh, superb, superb! That's it. He can have his own uh, Ask Tom question uh, section. Um, anyway, <laughs> basically, I got over the uh, double nap issue that I was having, and if you want to, if you want to Google double nap, you'll you'll find all about what a double nap issue is. Um, and by doing a complete reset, so I reset the time capsule completely, which was a little bit nerve wracking because I thought, is it going to overwrite the hard drive with all that media on it? Now, that wasn't a problem because I had a backup of all the media. Yeah, but, but it's still a pain in the neck. It was still a pain in the neck. However, it didn't. All it did was reset the time capsule itself with, you know, the uh, preferences and everything. And so I uh, then connected to the cable and still have an extended Wi-Fi downstairs, but obviously it's connected through the cable rather than being connected through the Wi-Fi um, to the airport extreme. Yeah. <laughs> that would make it a lot faster. That was, and, and it is. It is. I'm now not having any um, slowdown issues. Actually, the the biggest issue I was having, uh, in, in fact, it speeded it up in two instances. The TV was connected to the time capsule, so now streaming directly from the TV because it's a it's a Sony TV. Um, and <laughs> okay, for, every, for everybody in the UK, that spit the dog who just did that. Um, uh, and it's got an application which you can go out onto the internet and, and stream BBC iPlayer. But that was always that was always causing me an issue. That is now working fine. And also, I used to stream stuff to the Mac Mini upstairs from the time capsule downstairs, which was connected by Wi-Fi. But now it's hard connected all the way through, and there are no hiccups at all. So if you remember a few weeks ago... When we spoke about iTunes, and I said to you, I never have any problems with iTunes and speed in the iTunes store. I have problems with accessing my media. I now have no problems on either issue. So they, they, all those, all those uh, issues as far as uh, getting access through various devices to various devices went away as soon as you went pretty much all hardwired. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's 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 the problem is when you've got so many. What I mean, if I if I have a look around the houses, I've, there's 13 other Wi-Fi signals, and four or five of them are pretty strong signals as well. So oh, this from your neighbours? Yeah, yeah. So we're all overlapping each other. And well, have I think, you have you separated them by address? Uh, by address? Yeah, you've well, got eleven. Is. You've got eleven different uh, addresses that you can choose from. 
in your uh, no, no you have well you have and you haven't guy basically you should have i think it's a couple of uh channel you're talking about the channels yeah sorry channels yeah. that's what i mean yeah uh, you should either be on uh, i've always uh, known this and i don't know where i picked this up but i picked this up a long time ago that you should either be on channel one channel six or channel 11 you can be on channel four or um sorry five or seven or one and two or 11 and 10 but if you if you start going down to say channel 9 you then could actually create interference with channel 11 and channel 6 there's got to be a gap between those channels um, oh with two completely separate two, wi-fi yeah, networks yeah okay. apparently that's what i've heard so you you know you're better off having a, a gap between those channels you know putting one channel on channel 1 and another channel you know another device on channel 2 it, you can still get overlap and interference apparently okay and again, you know, this would again, be yeah we again, need to get tom on yeah, he's now got a rope swung up. <laughs> he's probably putting his head through a loop saying, I don't want to listen to those two again because I haven't got a clue. He's, he's slowly pushing this, the bullets into the cylinder. I'll, I'll see Guy soon. Boy, next Macworld. Guy, how you doing? Bang! <laughs> anyway, I was and Gaz will be next. <laughs> I was all, I'm staying on this side of the pond. In fact, I'm not. Uh, but more of that, about that later. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to talk about switches and USB and non-powered and power over Ethernet home, but it's now fixed. I'm 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 good. The Cat Six cable into the WAN, so it goes out of the one of the Ethernet connections or the LAN connections on the Airport Extreme. It goes into my WAN connection on the Time Capsule. Yeah, it's wide area I'm, network. Wide area network, and I still have uh, three local area networks or LAN connections available to me. Terrific. I'm a happy, I'm a happy bunny. <laughs> okay, and we need to skip over to the app picks. You thought that was going to be quick, didn't you? Yeah, well, no, I mean, we're fine. We're fine. Good. Uh, um, my app pick this week, and I may have picked it before, but I, I used it earlier. If you go over to Facebook on the, the MyMac page, you'll see the, the little silly thing I made this morning. Uh, it's Art Text 2 from B Light Software. It's about 40 bucks, And it's just, if there's something you want to do with text and, you know, throw in some other stuff behind it or in front of it or whatever, Art Text 2 will handle that text much better than almost any program I know of. Yeah, I've, I've, I have actually had Art Text 1, the original one, and then it upgraded. And I, I, I got a, a license for Art Text 2, and I've, I've used that on a, a number of occasions, as have the rest of my family. Yep, I love that program. What do you got, Gaz? Well, I, I mentioned last week that there were two apps, and I, I don't think I mentioned both apps. I think I, I kept No, you just talked the one. Yeah, I think I, talk, I, I kept everybody in suspenders. Um, well... <laughs> The other map, uh, app that I was going to talk about, which is from the same company, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they perhaps give us a few licenses for this particular app, and it's Snaphill. Uh, again, it's by MacFun, M-A-C-P-H-U-N. Um, and it's basically uh, an application. Again, it's to do with uh, uh, photographs. So if you've got some uh, some photographs where you've got, let's say you've got a picture and you've got, you know, uh, a great picture of your daughter and there's somebody making a silly face just to the right of your daughter. Well, this is one of those that can make those images disappear and blend in. <laughs> you can you can do this Go to a away, certain, you silly person. Yeah, you can do this to a certain degree in iPhoto, actually, with uh, the repair. I think it's the enhanced tool. 
I think. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Um, but this has got an erase tool, a clone and stamp, and a, re- a retouch. Uh, it's got some, you know, some awesome um, tools available to you. And easy but to again, use, what, too. Yeah, what they're, what they're kind of doing here is they're, they're kind of making available to people the tools that they're probably likely to use, but in separate apps. So you can go in and obviously make your adjustment and save it as a, a separate image. The only problem with these apps, I think, for the serious photographer is that you're going to have to duplicate the image because I, it's not non-destructive. I think it is destructive to the image. So that's the only thing. I'm, I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that if you make any adjustments here, you're better off actually saving the photo as a new named image. So that's the one thing. And that is probably the same for the application, which I mentioned last week, which was Color Splash. Uh, so just be aware of that. But, yep. I mean, you're enhancing the photo, so you're probably more likely to want to save. <laughs> to save the one that you've changed anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it's only uh, that- $5.99. I was just about to say that. You oh, sorry, sure. sorry. No, that's right. That's not a problem. It's not a problem. So it's uh, it's good, good little editing tool, and it's in the Mac App Store. So any updates, you know, they'll uh, they'll be automatically available to you, and you can use them on more than one app, or more than one Mac, even <laughs> Mac. App, I'm, I'm, app I'm, talking, Mac. I'm talking too quickly. I need to slow down. <laughs> and we have a people's pick this week. We actually have a people's pick for a couple of weeks now. Hey. Uh, this was yet more flood in from Nigel Parrish, default folder X. And I think both Gaz and I use this uh, whenever we, uh, we have something that we want to save. I, I use default folder X a lot, actually. And it, it basically, it's got a, it's got a menu bar um, option as well. And I use that an awful lot to get to my, uh, the folders where I've got, you know, certain, um, certain, Certain items that I need to get to quickly. The one thing about it that I use a lot is its recent folders. Um, I don't know if you use that a lot, Guy. Um, certainly if I'm, you know, if I've been using a couple of folders and I, I just, oh, where was that item that I wanted to? I just click on the, the big D in the menu bar, go to recent folders, and it'll come up with the folders that I've been using recently. Not the files, but the folders where those files reside. And also when you do a save as, it comes up with options, which and it's so integrated into your save as um, that it, it just it just works perfectly. Now the only problem is I've not yet used it too much with, oh, with the Lion. new with the new Lion option. It is integrated with Lion, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little bit of saving of, of files to see whether it's the export option comes up with locations, but. Um, I have been using it with Lion, so it, it's perhaps I've been using it on applications that don't uh, support the Lion. Um, what do they call it? It's duplicate. Um, yeah, I. You what, do know, what do they call that, that option? It's it's duplicate. Instead of doing a save as, it, it basically it duplicates version, the file. Version. That's and, the, that's the word. Oh, okay, okay. No, that's a whole that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the, you know, so, so we'll have to see, but I, I'm still using it. I'm using it on, on Lion. So that's a good people's pick as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Uh, let's see. We are still at 99 likes on Facebook. And if you wish to join the 400th podcast contest, you need to, if you haven't already, scoot on over to Facebook and, uh, go ahead and, and like us and you'll automatically be entered to win some of these great prizes. 
that we're getting from our sponsors for the 400th uh, podcast contest. Absolutely. And Guy, 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 you see, he really likes you to go over to Facebook and yeah, do that. Do. But if, if you really can't stand Facebook, all you have to do is send either Guy or myself a little email and we'll, we, we'll enter you into the competition. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but Guy would prefer it if you I, yeah, I, Please, just do it through Facebook. <laughs> and I like you so much better. Uh, there's no iTunes reviews this week, so uh, if you also haven't yet uh, reviewed us on iTunes... We'd love you to do it. Oh, please, please do so. It really, really does help the show. Absolutely. And we are running long, so let's go okay. ahead and get to our contact information. Well, uh, you go first, then. Okay. I can be reached at guy at mymac.com and on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. What about you, Gaz? Gaz at mymac.com, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed! No, that doesn't even make any sense. No. And we can also be reached, uh, we have a third, e uh, third email, third Twitter address at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz. And we have a third email option. <laughs> You can also reach us through Fearless Leader Tim at feedback at mymac.com. And by God, Gaz, we ha do have a Skype number. Yeah, yeah. P please call us. Call us now on 703 or 703-436-9501. And I guarantee if you call that number, your yep. comment will be on the next show. As long as it's not obscene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, what was that from? <laughs> as, long, as long as it's not obscene, I'm just talking in a silly voice, guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you all. Oh, my, my head is spinning. Thank you all for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, we have 10 more shows to go before we get to 400, so please get your entries in in order to join the contest. We really want you, and you personally to win some of this great software we're getting from our, our wonderful sponsors. Uh, please go to mymac.com to read the show notes for this, for this contest. I'm sorry for this podcast. And there will be links back to, to all the great companies that are supplying software. Please go and visit them. Even if you don't win, check out the software that they have. If you like what you see, please buy some. Uh, it says end here. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Flipper, flipper
faster than lightning. No one you see is smarter than he. And we know Flipper lives in a world full of wonder. Flying there.